0: And welcome back to Straight Up Sports Talk podcast. Our last step—it's gonna be our last episode for a while, but we're gonna make it a good one. Sam filming on the other end of it as well. Sam, uh, another lovely uh, snow day here on campus. It seems like it snows just about every day of the week now.
1: Yeah, I mean, hey, it is what it is. It's uh, good to look at, not so fun to uh, walk
0: in. There you go. That's that might be the quote of the day. That that could be the quote of the day. Good to look at, not so good to walk in. So I was out this morning. I was out this morning. The sidewalks are a no go. (laughs) Uh, But anyways, we're not here to talk about the weather. We're here to talk sports. Uh a lot has happened since last week. Obviously, last week we recapped the Super Bowl a little bit. We're a couple of weeks removed from the Super Bowl and it's off season conversation uh around all of the major networks now as well. We're Getting deeper into the college basketball season, we're starting to have those conversations of who's in, who's out. Conference tournaments are really right around the corner. It's it's uh, We're about a month away from March Madness, which is absolutely insane. It doesn't feel like it should be here already, but uh, it's approaching us, Sam. Uh, from what, you know, the college basketball season thus far, I mean, we, we talk about it every week being crazy and, and how teams are winning that normally aren't. But, I mean, there's just been some quality basketball matchups this year i mean when you look at, at the games tonight or some of the games that were supposed to happen tonight but have since been postponed due to texas um, and oklahoma snowstorm i mean tonight you were supposed to have texas and oklahoma that's a 12-9 matchup uh, and then uh, you're supposed to have alabama and texas a&m who alabama is the top uh, 10 basketball team still some great matchups uh, on this thursday night iowa wisconsin one of them it seems like, Sam, and it seems like to me, I don't know if you've picked up on this, but it seems like, you know, we, they've kind of had a down year in the ACC, if you will. Um, but it seems like um, that ESPN is broadcasting way more Big Ten games than normal. I don't know if that seems that way to you, but it, it feels like uh, every time I look at ESPN, they're promoting a Big Ten basketball matchup uh, on their networks that night. It seems like there's almost one on there every night.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think it just has to do with the level of play. Let's be honest, for the past couple of years from the ACC, I mean, talk about football, the gap, the basketball gap is just pretty outrageous. Usually Duke's um, just dominating everybody this year. They're not doing that. Virginia's really the only good team I see coming out of – the ACC really, but other than that, Notre Dame's struggling, uh, Louisville struggled, Clemson struggling, North Carolina struggling. So, I think, I think for the Big 10 and the Big 12, it's just they have a lot more consistency and a lot better matchups and a lot closer matchups. And when you look at the ACC, the product's just not there.
0: You're exactly right. I think when you look at it, I mean, uh, you know, it's pretty, I mean, I think it's safe to say that the Big Ten is the best all-around conference when you look at basketball and football, especially this year. I think you could make that argument for the Big Ten, uh, especially in this, you know, 2020-2021 season.
1: I I think you can make a case there, but I I honestly like my boys out of the Big 12. I think from top to bottom, outside your bottom two, from TCU up to Baylor, you have one, two, three, four, five, six in the top 25 from the Big 12 Basically, seven teams look like it are going to be in from the Big 12. I like, personally, from top to bottom, the Big Ten has a lot of great teams. But from from the limited amount of teams and the amount of talent is there, it's a lot more, what, what do you want to call it, like per capacity or whatever you want to call it, per, per team? Per capita. Per capita, what do you want to call it? I I like the Big Ten. I think it's definitely up there with the Big Twelve. But I think the Big Twelve just has a just has an edge on the per capita basis.
0: Yeah, I think you got a point there. Um, you know, they do have a little a few more ranked teams. Probably going to put seven, and I think Oklahoma State will get in. Uh, at the Big Ten, I think uh, we have you have five ranked teams. Uh, Purdue and Rutgers are most likely getting in. That makes seven. And IU, they could make a case for eight, um, depending on how they in their season. They definitely have some work to do. I think on Saturday, they they play Michigan State. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, you look at at basketball conferences this year, I think the Big Ten and the Big 12 are the conferences to beat. I mean, uh, just looking, you know, like you mentioned, top to bottom, looking at at the quality teams there. yeah, I'm excited for this for this college basketball season, Sam. Um, let's switch over to some NFL real quick. I saw on ESPN this morning. I'm in the gym, and I look up at ESPN, and it says Deshaun Watson projected starter for the Carolina Panthers this next season. Now, I don't know. To me, I've never heard that until this morning when I saw it. Is is Deshaun? I mean. Do the Panthers need a quarterback? Are they going out with Teddy Bridgewater?
1: Uh, that's what that's what they've seen. Like I saw a thing like, what if they do Christian McCaffrey in thir- three first-round picks? Again, it's just a proje- projection. I don't think it really holds any ground because I think the Panthers would be really ridiculous to go after Deshaun Watson, giving how much they I, – I think it's smart from the standpoint that they have so much build around them. But if you take one of those pieces away in Christian McCaffrey, that team gets – a lot worse because you saw the drop off between Christian McCaffrey and Mike Davis later in the season where he just kind of wore out where Christian McCaffrey would have gotten you a solid, a couple more wins. So I think it would be a smart move in the sense that Deshaun Watson would obviously be an upgrade over Teddy B, but at the same time, what you're going to give up for him is just, is it worth it?
0: Yeah, I think you're right. Um, but, but Deshaun going to, to Carolina, I think, is very intriguing. It would definitely help Carolina out. You know, they're one of those teams that they need that quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater necessarily hasn't been able to, to fill that void, at least in his first year there. Uh, obviously, when you look at, at the hometown team and the Colts, uh, it's been the conversation that, that's been going on since week 17. Um, and who's going to fill in that quarterback? They're saying Carson Wentz. And I said it from the outset, Sam, if you remember – you know, the week after the Colts season, I'm pretty sure that I said, "You know, Carson Wentz uh, will will be the starter." When when the rumors started to come out that Philadelphia wanted to get rid of him uh, and the Colts need a quarterback, obviously they have that uh, connection with Frank Reich and um, his uh, from his Eagles run back in 2017. They got that connection, and you, you look at when the Colts got Philip Rivers, right? Frank Reich had a connection with Philip Rivers, so. It's really looking like the cards are aligning for Carson Wentz to be the starter at week one in 2021 for the Colts.
1: It, it, it really does. Like it seems like closer and closer day by day that the Carson Wentz doesn't want, want to go to the Bears. It seems like the Colts spot to land. But at the same time, at this point, the Colts could get in 20 million different directions from the draft to Matt Ryan to Carson Wentz, obviously. They had a chance for Matthew Stafford, didn't work. They still had a chance for Jimmy G. So I think Carson Wentz is the favorite right now. But we still got, what, like two – what, the draft starts in April, so two months from now. So nothing's been confirmed yet. There's only been rumors that the Colts have made an offer. And it's not a for-sure thing yet. So right now we,
0: we just have to wait and see. In your opinion, I mean, what is the – you know what what is the advantage or is there to bringing in Carson Wentz who won the league MVP already compared to drafting a quarterback maybe at 21 or possibly moving up there's got to be you know some kind of equation or something that can tell us okay well if you take Carson Wentz here's your chances of super bowl for the next 5 years if you draft a quarterback here's your chance of super bowl for the next 5 years which one do you want to, i mean you've expressed that you don't necessarily want to see Carson Wentz here, but what what do you think that difference is between bringing in an experienced guy like Carson Wentz compared to drafting a quarterback this upcoming draft?
1: I mean, it it comes down to the experience, like you said, because he's been able to prove that he won. He led the Eagles to, to basically a postseason run where Nick Foles took it over and led them to the Super Bowl, but he was the guy that – if it wasn't for an ACL injury, he would have won an MVP that season. So I think Chris Ballard and Frank Reich believe they can bring him back to that level. I think that's why they're trading for it. They believe they can bring him back to that MVP level, change him around and give the Colts a Super Bowl. because drafting a quarterback, you basically have to develop them because otherwise Jacob Eason would be the day one starter. No question. Like, Carson Wentz has the experience, has the years under his belt. He's not too old. He's not in his thirties like Matt Ryan or um, any of the older quarterbacks like Matthew Stafford. So you have time to develop him. You have time to make him your kind of franchise guy. Whereas if you draft somebody like Mac Jones, it's basically a new system. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to um,
0: start from scratch essentially. And you know when he cut. W- you know, if he was to come here, the team would have kind of already be set up like that 2017 Eagles team, pretty good defense complemented with a good offense. He's got, got the playmakers on offense as well as the defensive side of the ball. So it'll be interesting to see uh, where, um, wh- where the Colts go and what they do. But, you know, like you said, I think that uh, Carson Wentz being the starting quarterback week one uh, is a pretty safe bet. Um, if you were to gamble at this stage, you um, Look at the other big name, uh, free agents, uh, not necessarily trading, but free agents, J.J. Watt is out on the market. Um, he can't officially sign, I believe, until the League New Year starts in mid-March, uh, but he's been doing some shopping around. Where do you think a guy like like J.J. Watt could land? It's been reported that the Titans might come after him, um, as well as potentially the Dolphins, I think I saw the other day. And obviously they're going to throw in the Steelers conversation because his two other brothers play there.
1: Yeah, I, I've seen I've seen a um, bunch of different names thrown out there from, like you said, Dolphins, the Steelers with his brother, obviously the the Packers, because he's from um, uh, Wisconsin playing at was uh, uh, playing at the University of Wisconsin. I even see the Browns. J.J. Watt apparently really likes the Browns. I personally like the fit with the, the Packers. I like him. I, I like him in that defensive line. I like him in that system. I think he could create a lot of havoc. He's going to take a lot of pressure off that defensive line, which two years ago was the reason why they didn't make the Super Bowl because the the 49ers ran all over him. So I personally like the fit. I would like like him to see him in a Green Bay uniform, but I think realistically I see him going to either the Steelers or the Browns.
0: The Browns are an interesting team to throw in there with him uh, because he's obviously making an impact where he goes. I I don't know if the Steelers would go after him, though. I mean, they already have his brother on one side of the line. I mean, you put JJ on that other side, yeah, it would be dangerous. But do the Steelers want to necessarily pay uh, a guy like JJ Watt at this stage, you know, where, you know, maybe they don't have a lot of cap space and they might have to make a couple of the decisions elsewhere, personnel wise?
1: Yeah, that, that could be the case. But if I'm not mistaken, they do have a free agent Bud Dupree. So they are looking for a guy to line, line across uh, the, the side from uh, TJ Watt because he's going to demand a lot of attention. So if you have JJ Watt on that other side like Bud Dupree was, it was super effective. You can't double team the other side because you're leaving the other side wide open. So that that's really the benefit because we saw in the Super Bowl how valuable a pass rush is and even with the Chiefs um, banged up offensive line, I think they still would have made a huge impact in that game. So I think teams are realizing that, and I think any team who gets their chance to sign J.J. Watt for whatever it is, even if they had to take a cap hit, they're willing to do it.
0: The 2021 projected starter for the Washington football team is Ryan Fitzpatrick. Surprised by that or, or not? Does Fitzpatrick go elsewhere? He's – Probably not staying with the Dolphins, uh, but could he go somewhere else to make an impact? The Washington football team, though, is a very interesting team that I necessarily didn't expect him to go for.
1: I Personally, I think Taylor Heineke should be the starter from day one. I think he's earned that right from leading – Probably the best effort against that Tampa Bay defense that anybody in that postseason did. And if you're going to see that performance against the Super Bowl champs and the Bucks and not make him the starter and what his contract he signed for two years, $8 million, super low, super low for a starter. I think you got to take advantage of that. I see, I see a bright future for him. If he doesn't pan out, you can always draft a quarterback in this coming draft or whatever the case is. But I think based on his postseason performance in that one game, he at least deserves a shot.
0: Yeah, I think he does. He's a, he's a good quarterback. Like you said, I know you're kind of leading uh, his fan club, but Mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see where they go. I I don't think, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick, it's kind of cold up there in Washington. Maybe he's a little older now. Maybe he wants to stay somewhere warm, i.e. the Houston Texans part two question. Go back. Yeah. I don't know. Don't, don't leave it out of the picture. I mean,
1: he did play for the Buffalo Bills so many seasons. So if he likes cold weather like he did in Buffalo, he could go back to Washington. But I think I think he just should stay in his realm of being a um, kind of either transition quarterback or just be a backup that you can kind of teach the young guy.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, where they go uh, in terms of quarterback. I think it's going to be a, a big quarterback shuffle. Uh, this season. So uh, Sam, I believe it was on Monday. it was Tiger Woods's birthday. Now he shares a birthday with LeBron James. So the question was asked, and I saw this being asked around on the interweb, who has the better birthday duo? Tiger Woods and LeBron James or Jim Brown and Michael Jordan because they also share a birthday.
1: Hey, I'll top that one further. I'll top that with Steve Irwin and George Washington on my birthday in four days. <laughs> oh, that's and and your saying. birthday. Yeah.
0: Okay. You see, you share a birthday with them. So, oh, maybe that is the best duo then. It's, it's yeah,
1: that, birthday, that's yeah. my vote. Sorry to <laughs> Phil and, uh, or sorry to Tiger, but hey, hey, a president and a legendary, I don't even know what you would call him, nature person?
0: What, what do you even call yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't I know. know,
1: but yeah, everybody knows who Steve Irwin is, though.
0: Yeah, you do. I share a birthday with Emily Blunt and D'Angelo Russell and Andrew Wiggins. So.
1: Dang, two NBA and, stars. And
0: and on my birthday, which is on Tuesday, uh, that is the anniversary of Bob Knight throwing the chair. Wow, so no wonder so, you became a ref. There you go. I guess. Yeah, I guess that's what I did.
1: <laughs> so so there you was could actually, take it all. all. So you could take it out on all the coaches.
0: Hey, we might have breaking news on this podcast.
1: What is that breaking uh,
0: news? Got a friend, Jake. I'll give him a shout out, why not? He just texted me the Colts have yep. traded for Carson Wentz.
1: I just saw that.
0: Hey, it's not every day that you get breaking news on the podcast, but Hey. Uh, that that's insane. <laughs> so, now that we just spent half of the podcast I'm and now that we just spent half of the podcast discussing why the Colts will go with court, Carson Wentz, now we get to talk about, it. okay, now we're with Carson Wentz. What does this mean for the Colts? <laughs> I feel like we got to throw out that first, last first half of the podcast there, Sam. So
1: I, I made the prediction <laughs> last year that Philip Rivers would lead them to a wild card exit, right?
0: Yeah, you did. You did. You said last year, I think it was right after they signed Philip Rivers, you said, wild, first round wild card exit. And you hit it right on the head. I'm
1: I'm making a prediction. I'm saying divisional round loss. Divisional
0: round loss. Okay. So a playoff win. Okay.
1: But Jihudo. you don't want I a mean, playoff win for trading
0: for Carson Wentz. You you probably want a conference championship at least. Do they win the division and get a home playoff game?
1: I'm going to say no. I, th- I think the, I think the Titans repeat. I'm going to say they, they win whoever they face in the wild card and then lose to probably either the Bills or the Chiefs.
0: Okay. That, that's, that's fair. Now, if you look at the value of the trade, and right now it looks like a great trade, mm-hmm. the Colts give Philadelphia a 2021 third-round pick and a conditional 2022 second-round pick that could turn into a first.
1: I mean that that's good value compared to what the, the freaking Rams had a trade for Matthew Stafford. So are you if, if you're comparing the two, that's a big one. You're getting a younger guy, obviously probably not as good as Matthew Stafford. Still a lot of years left. So you if Frank Wright can turn him around, this is a big one for the Colts. But it's only if 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 they can turn him around because if he shows what he did last year with with the amazing offensive line we got and we got some decent weapons in Jonathan Taylor that he can hand the ball off to, Ty. If we were him, if not MPJ, we still got Zach Pascal, I believe, and and our two tight ends. So if if Carson Wentz can't win here, I think we just got to say he he wasn't meant to be.
0: That's that is fair. I mean, if he, if he can't succeed here, then. You know, I, I, he's probably a done deal in the NFL. Um, but the value of the trade, like you mentioned, based on what the Rams just gave for for um, for Matt Stafford, it was absolutely ridiculous. And then this happens with Carson Wentz. The Eagles must have really, really wanted to get Carson Wentz out of there, and they are willing to take anything for it.
1: Yeah, I mean i th- I think that I think the writing was on the wall when they not only. Put in Jalen Hurts, but then they put in Nate Sudfeld afterward. If you're not willing to go from Jalen Hurts back to Carson Wentz, I think the writing was on the wall at that point. It,
0: it was, l- it was for sure.
1: Because when you look at it, it was what it was. Um, it went from Fitzmagic to Tua, and then when Tua struggled, they still put in Fitzmagic. So when you go from 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 Wentz to Hurts to then just blowing by Wentz to going to Nate Sudfeld. It, the writing's on the wall at that point. They wanted anything possible. I don't think he wanted to go to the Bears, so they just accepted what the Colts' best offer was, and it wasn't a first-round pick, which I'm sure the Eagles fans really wanted.
0: Yeah, no, I thought the Colts would at least have to give one first-round pick up for him. Now it could turn into a first-round pick in 2022, uh, but now the, the Colts' biggest void is that left tackle position. I believe you had Costanzo retiring. Um, that left tackle position now is going to be crucial.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, I I could I I think I can throw this out. Whether or not, if you you didn't give up much for Carson Wentz, you still have that first round pick in twenty twenty one. Do you go for a left tackle or a corner, which I think they really need with TJ Carey and um, Xavier Rhodes currently being a free agent, or they could sign those free agents and potentially draft Mac Jones in case Carson Wentz doesn't turnout
0: yeah that's that's fair I mean you still have that first round pick so we'll see what they do there I mean do you continue to develop Eason do you I mean you get ready of set, don't you at this point yeah
1: I, I assume so there's no reason to keep around for QB sneaks
0: <laughs> hey those three QB sneaks he did all year they they paid off did they though for what was it like
1: 15 million 12 million um,
0: Something like that, yeah,
1: because because I think it was like two years, 25 million, so like 12
0: mil, yeah, something like that. But they'll get rid of him. I think Easton can be a good backup, he can sit behind a veteran, in Carson Wentz, see how Carson Wentz works out. I mean, I, I don't know what kind of deal they will sign him to. Um, I would assume at least two years, possibly three or four, four at the I, highest, I would say. Sign who. No, signing Car- Carson Wentz's deal. Oh, oh uh, yeah,
1: I think I think they just take his deal from what he yeah, took. Yeah, which I
0: don't, which I don't know what is, and I don't know if they would try to extend it. Here, um, I can
1: I can look real fast. Carson Wentz's contract. You
0: know, because sometimes they'll see, they'll trade for somebody and then they'll go ahead and extend his contract. It can't be. I mean, it's up in twenty twenty three or four. So
1: twenty twenty five, he is a free agent. Okay. So they have him through the
0: 2024 season.
1: But I think the potential out is in 2022 okay. for the Colts, where it would be as much money or whatever the deal is. Okay. So that's another option that the Colts have. Because they they only gave up a second and third round pick. They, they don't even have to draft a quarterback. If they believe Eason's even good, they can ride Carson Wentz for this year get rid of him next year and then still have Eason and you didn't give up a first round pick for him.
0: Yeah, exactly right. It's a great point.
1: And you don't even have to, you obviously have to take the cap hit, but with the Colts, I assume they'll have plenty of cap space because Chris Boward always has plenty of cap space to work with. I'm I'm sure the Colts would be fine with taking the cap hit, which apparently is 24 mil, but still.
0: Compared to, you know what you would i mean that's honestly that could that could have been the cheapest quarterback you could have gotten in in terms of his talent level and positioning other than a drafting a quarterback
1: because i think what deshaun watson is probably earning what like 30 mil at this point with his new contract around there yeah and Moe signed his ridiculous deal so i mean for getting a veteran guy who's who's like basically led a team to the playoffs, it's not bad. And considering he's, well, how old how old is he? He is twenty eight years old currently.
0: Yeah, so young guy. I mean, if he's successful, at least ten years, you know, like they say. So
1: I mean, if he so plays so as long as Tom Brady, that means what twenty? Pretty close to it. Yeah, <laughs> You're
0: pretty close to it.
1: Yeah. Cause what, what is Tom Brady now? 45? So 45. So that'd be 17.
0: Yeah. yeah. Hey, just yeah. saying 17 years is not bad. Not bad at all. The next Peyton Manning run. I don't know. I mean, no I mean, when you felt. think about
1: it, we haven't, we have had kind of a great run of quarterbacks. We went from Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck to Phillip rivers to now Carson Wentz. I, I don't think, I think Chris Bowdoin has done a great job. And the only reason I didn't want Carson Wentz is because I've seen what he can do in the draft and his draft picks have turned out really well. So if you draft Mac Jones, I think you got to say he's a future great guy, but since Chris Bowdoin is not drafting him, who knows?
0: Who knows? And with this, I mean, the Colts could trade back for more picks like they've done in the past. Um, You know, maybe trade for a left tackle that's out there. Potentially, you never know.
1: I, I, I believe the, the dude from 49ers, I think Trent Williams, is also a free agent. So that's another option we can travel down. I mean, the Colts have a million different directions. We still have a lot of cap space, even with, I'm assuming, absorbing Carson Wentz's contract. And even if you have to, like, let go of a couple guys, I mean, if we get a nice left tackle in there to keep that line intact, I mean, wh- why can't we do good things?
0: Exactly. Exactly right. I, I it'll be interesting because I mean I, I think this this team's now set up we got we have that piece at quarterback so we'll see what they can do from here I
1: agree I I think it, I think it's good things from here on out and I I think we can't look over the job that Chris Bauer has done since we since he took over who was the gene pulse while Andrew Luck was there
0: Ryan Grigson. Now he did good things, but didn't, but didn't get the Colts where they needed to be quick enough. Now Ballard, I mean, Ballard's kind of in the same situation. He needed that trade. I mean, Ballard's been here five years and missed the playoffs three times, I think.
1: But I think, I think the talents there, I think it just, I think the piece we were missing is a, a kind of veteran quarterback. I mean, we had Jacoby Brissett for what, two of those years, one of the – yeah, like two like of those years. One and a years. half, yeah. One and a half we had. did Phillip Rivers, who I, I said wasn't the guy I didn't think he was. I think they were just missing that really stud quarterback that every team needs. That every every other position, I, we can basically say we have filled.
0: Yeah, you're right. It'll be interesting to see what the Colts do and what they can do this season. I think uh, it's going to be fun as well uh, to see what happens. New New offensive coordinator as well.
1: I, I agree. I, I'm, I'm excited to see what we do. If if Jonathan, I, I, I'm kind of worried if we continue down the same path of just feeding the ball, Jonathan Taylor, as good as he is with 50 times because he, he can't sustain that long. I think the average lifespan of a running back is what, like three years. So I yeah. don't think you I, I don't think you can do what you did with Jonathan Taylor last year, even as good as he is because long-term it's not good. We saw what happened to Todd Gurley where he basically had to have both knees replaced. So I'm excited to see what direction our kind of offensive coordinator and Frank Reich puts together, because I think we either have to draft a kind of running back to kind of take the workload off Jonathan Taylor. Or we have to kind of put the ball more in Carson Wentz's hands.
0: Yeah, I, I think they will too. I mean, uh, I think, I think they'll do it as well. I think, with the offense I think they'll try to spread it out a little bit more but time will tell on that for sure
1: I, I agree I'm, I'm excited I don't know about you Grant but I'm excited to see this offseason because I, th- I think we have unlike last season I think we have everything put in place to actually do something deep which I don't think we can even say we had with Philip Rivers
0: yeah you're exactly right it- Uh, It goes back to, what was it, that 2019 offseason coming off the 2018 10-6 and season where they went down and beat Houston and they lost to the Chiefs. We are sitting here in, you know, spring of 2019, and we were saying, okay, you know, Colts are set up. I mean, they have all the pieces in place. Um, They have Andrew Luck. They have all the offensive weapons. They have the offensive line adding a few pieces here and there. Next year could be our Super Bowl season, and then obviously Andrew Luck retires. So as long as no more dramatic events happen between now and the start of the season, I think we'll be okay.
1: And what's interesting is Phil Yates tweeted: zero of the 22 quarterbacks drafted in the first round between 2009 and 2016 are with their original team after wins trade. So does that tell you that drafting a first round quarterback isn't worth it? Or does that tell you you should wait on a first? Does that tell you you should trade for a quarterback once he develops? Does that tell you that you should draft a quarterback later? I mean, I, that, that tells you something.
0: Well, I think it all just depends on the system, right? For the chiefs, it worked out to draft a quarterback. They Mm -hmm. sat him for a year and now he's going. I think it depends. Um, You know, you, you, the advantage, obviously, of drafting a first-round quarterback is you have them on that rookie deal, right? So you don't have to pay them as much. I mean, you get them for four years, uh, but then you have to pay them, right? So most teams, they – you know, some teams don't, and then they lose them. Um, so, yeah, I think it honestly just depends on on who you are. I mean, for the Colts, we've done it pretty much every way possible. You know, you draft Peyton Manning, you draft Andrew Luck, uh, and put, plug him in right away. You pick up Philip Rivers, and, and now you pick up Carson Wentz. So I think it's an ever-changing approach. I think I think we are coming to a new, our newer era where teams are going to – there's going to be more quarterback shuffling between teams. You're going to see uh, quarterbacks being traded more often or quarterbacks being let go more often rather than a team getting that first-round draft pick and, and starting them out right away.
1: And and one one interesting thing I thought of: where where do the Eagles go? Do they think this is the guy, or do they? I've seen a lot of mock drafts have them. Or, um, well, I either have the I see them drafting a a wide receiver in like Jamar Chase, or them going after a quarterback in like Justin Fields or Zach Wilson, who's probably going to be around there. Because at this point, do they do they think that Jalen Hurts, who they drafted with the second round pick, is their guy?
0: I think they do I think they have to you bench him you you, you put him in you bench Carson what to put him in I, th- I think you have to at least for a year see what he can do because I think he's a good quarterback I don't think he's a bad quarterback
1: yeah I, I don't disagree I'm just wondering if they think with a new kind of regime in there whether they decide it's better to go in a different direction because they don't have their head coach anymore and um, Doug Peterson they he he would he, he kind of wanted Jalen hurts to be in there now he's gone. Does um, I think Nick Sirianni is their head coach to yep. the Colts offense coordinator. Does he think, does he think someone like Zach Wilson and Justin Fields is a better
0: fit? I don't know. I, I see that. That's why they're in charge, Sam. I, I don't know. <laughs> I could not make that decision. I could not make that decision. I would go with Jalen Hurts. though if I did gun to my head, I,
1: I, I agree with you. It, it's just a matter of what they do, because I think that's like the similar to the rumors of the dolphins potentially going after a quarterback. It's like, every franchise is trying to do everything they can to upgrade the best position in football. And if it doesn't work out in one year, do you think it's going to work out in the second year?
0: Yeah, I think you have to give him a chance, another chance though. I think, I think you do, especially in that division, a couple more pieces and you're winning that division easily. So I think you have to give Hertz another chance. I would like to see him get another chance before you, you know, necessarily just kick him out the door.
1: I, I think if if Washington football team has Heineke starting, I think they're winning the division. Bold prediction time.
0: I'm go, saying home. that way way too early. The way I too don't early care. Bankings.
1: I I I love I love I love what the the Washington has building around in their young court. They just need a quarterback in there. They were th- they were this close to being the Super Bowl champs. So you can't tell me they can't win that division.
0: I don't, I don't, I don't know, Sam. I the NFC East is just, I don't know, because so what if the Cowboys get Dak back and then they start winning? Like, is I don't he going to be the same Dak though? Maybe it makes him better.
1: Does it? Because he might have to stay in the pocket a lot more in that. Unless they build on that offensive line, he might just get another ACL injury.
0: Hey, I don't know. Time will tell. We'll see what Jerry Jones has up his sleeve, though. I don't know. I don't think you can even predict the NFC East. Like. Honestly. I'm doing it. All right, I'm doing Whatever. it. I'm I don't know. I think you're a little high the on Henneke. I don't. I don't know. The NFC. True. I don't know. Henneke. I, I just. I don't know. He's Tell decent, me, but who
1: who had the best shot against the Bucks? It wasn't the Chiefs. It wasn't the Saints. It wasn't the Packers. Who was it?
0: Wasn't. Yeah, I don't know. I, you have to. You do have to hand it to the Bucks, though. I mean, they went. They, they didn't play a single playoff game until they played at home in the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying any any discredits to the Bucs. I'm just saying they are the Super Bowl champs, so who had the best shot against them?
0: Yes, you're correct. The Washington football team did come closer than anybody to beating them. Does that make the Washington football team the Super Bowl runner-ups? No, I don't. No, no,
1: I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it means great things for moving forward because you see what can happen. I don't know. He he was he was what the fourth string the fifth quarterback to start for the Washington football team.
0: A third, because
1: because you got to think they went through Alex Smith, Brandon Allen, Dwayne Haskins. Oh, they had Kyle Allen. That's right, Kyle, not Brandon Allen, Kyle Allen, because he played for the Bengals. Yeah, so that he was their fourth quarterback.
0: Yes, but also they all the other quarterbacks before him sucked, so they brought him in and he looked better than them. So automatically, you think, oh, he's a very good quarterback. I don't know if that necessarily makes. And open, then he you know.
1: proved why he was the better quarterback.
0: Yeah, he did. But <laughs> hey, he won the division, I guess.
1: Yeah, exactly. Even even though it was a it, even though it sh- they shouldn't have won the division because seven and nine shouldn't win the division, but still. Whatever. That's why we don't make the rules same. Exactly.
0: All right, you got anything else before we close out? It's been a crazy episode. I think uh, from the breaking news about halfway through to now, I think it's been a. Quite, quite the crazy episode.
1: Yeah, kind of threw us off our game, but hey, it is what it is. You roll with the punches. Hey. I, I'm just excited for conference tournament. I, I, I don't think Ball State's going to do anything, but I think it's going to be a really good conference tournament. I've been watching plenty of games. There is, is if you haven't watched Maxion at this point, college basketball,
0: you need to tune on, even if it's not for Ball State. You're exactly right. Maxion is is the best action uh but hey you mentioned uh you know throwing us off our game on the podcast yeah you don't got to get ready if you stay ready you know hey that's very true all right we're gonna take a break from the podcast for a while um but we could potentially return fall of 21 maybe potentially we'll see what happens uh, hey, the sam, view- hey great the the viewers just have to stay ready like we were there you go hey congratulations on your internship by the way sam uh, is gonna starting an internship that's kind of why we're uh fading the podcast out sam's a little more busy with that uh, and then i have my other things as well but uh yeah congratulations on landing an internship thank you uh,
1: yeah i did i honestly didn't expect to but hey i i, I was more like planning for it towards the summers but the opportunity arose and i took it so hey
0: there you go it's the way the cookie crumbles exactly all right, Sam, we'll uh, talk to you next time at some point. Sounds good. All right, that's Seth and I'm Greg Co. We follow us on Twitter straight up, sports.com. Twitter, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back maybe potentially sometime. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you later.